Your dream can be a reality. But we know God's love is unconditional, but the promises of God come with conditions. There are certain things that we have to do on our end in order to see the hand of God even move. The Bible says in James, I believe it's chapter 2, it says, faith without works is dead. Amen. Works in the Greek means action. So as you're chasing and pursuing after your, your goals and your visions and your dream, it's just a matter of time before you begin to see things manifest. Amen. But like anything, it takes time. There's a, a process. There's a, a price to pay, if you will. Amen. So let's get into this a little bit. It says where there's no vision, no vision. That word vision means that you got to have foresight. Uh, I like the word uh, vision. Also, it means the ability to see. Uh, it means creative power. And I like this. The word vision means to have an imagination. Amen. I said this last week, and it's probably worth saying again, that even uh, dreaming makes life tolerable, amen? You know, when you have an imagination, when your wheels are turning and you're pursuing after something, you're chasing after that dream, amen? It makes life tolerable. So again, the word vision means to, to have foresight, the ability to see creative power and imagination. So my first point is this, that in order for your dream to become a reality, you got to stay vision-minded and you have to stay positive, that word positive means that you have to be optimistic. It means that you even have to be upbeat. Because I'm talking about, because as you're pursuing your dream, you're going to hit walls. As you're pursuing your dream, amen, you're going to have some hiccups. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna even experience some letdown, some, some disappointment. But you don't stop that. You don't let what you're going through stop you from being vision-minded and stop you from remaining positive. So I'm teaching on um, straight out of Compton. So I want to show you this first clip, amen, and then we'll, we'll continue. Look at this first clip. What happened? What do you mean, what happened with what? Andre, boy, don't play with me. Do you even care how it makes me look? Called in favors to get your thoughtless interview, and you can't even show oh. up. Oh. <sighs> look, I'm... I'm sorry, Ma. I just, I got so caught up in this DJ stuff, I, I forgot. You have a child, Andre? Spinning records ain't paying none of the bills around here. What you talking about? I get paid? $50. So that makes you rich? It's a start. Why are you riding me so hard? I'm not riding you, baby. I'm trying to make you understand. And you know how I run my house. Now, you're going to have to go to school or you're going to have to go to work. Now, I don't even care if you are a janitor. I don't care what that you do. As long as I own the company, I know, I know. But you don't own the company. Lonzo does. Okay. You think we're done here? Yeah, I mean, you keep... You got something to say to me? You don't care what I'm fighting for, okay? I already know what I want to do with my life. And it definitely ain't sitting in some cubicle taking orders on a job. I'm Shut up! People used to tell me I was too young when I had you. Said I wouldn't be. Said you wouldn't be. Now I worked my off to get us here and I refuse to let you throw it all away. So here it is. He's pursuing his dream. He's, he's got this vision of spinning records, rapping. At the end of the day, he sees the big picture. How many of you know that everybody's not going to see the big picture? 
and you have to be okay with that. Here it is, he's chasing after this dream, and then here it is, the, the, the closest thing to him, because you know, how many of you know your mother words carry weight? And we know death and life is in the power of the tongue. She begins to speak death to the vision that's on the inside of her son. Vision, purpose, destiny's all locked up on the inside of him, and then he hits a wall, and then she throws the money at him and says, you can't get, rid off, get rich off of $50, but I like his rebuttal. He said it's a start. He didn't even know he was in the Bible probably. Put up Zechariah 4 and 10. Look at this real quick. Put up Zechariah 4 and 10, because it's interesting, because he says, well, it's a start. He could have been like, you know what, Mom, maybe you're right. Maybe I do need to go just push a broom for the rest of my life. But he had a vision, amen? And he stayed optimistic. He stayed hopeful. Look at this. It says, for he, it says, for who has despised the day of small beginnings? I'm going to stop right there. That word despise means you can't resent where you are right now. If you are living in an apartment right now and you have a desire to be a homeowner, you can't resent that apartment. You got to be grateful, you got to be thankful, and then you got to do Psalm 46 and 10. You just got to be still and know that he is God and that you got to know that your season is coming for the home. But in the meantime, don't resent, don't despise where you are. Some of you in this building, amen, you like me, I have one of them cars, you know, typically you get your oil change every 3,000 miles. I used to have to get my oil change about every two to 300 miles. Anybody been... In that season, somebody say, but God, take God for Jesus. But my point is that you still got to be grateful and thankful for where you are and not, and not resent, not despise where you are. And that's what I appreciate about Dr. Dre is that even in this season of his life, he didn't resent or despise that $50. In his mind, he like, this is a start. If I'm, if I'm getting $50 spending these uh, 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 records, that $50, $50 could turn into $50 million. That's where he was aiming big. He was aiming high, man. So let's look at um, one more scripture. Look at this real quick. Go to Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. Look at this. Habakkuk chapter 2. It says, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and, and, and make it plain. And that word vision also means to have a, a, a mental picture. See, you got to, in order to be successful in this life, you got to have a vision. You got to have a mental picture in your head. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I'm scared of people that don't have a vision. That means if you don't have a vision, that means you don't have boundaries. That means you have no restraints, amen? So, but look at this real quick. It says, then the Lord answered him and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets. Then it says that he may run who reads it. Next verse. Then it says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Anybody in this building know that God has an appointed time for you? Amen? Your appointed time might not be right now, but you got to know that that appointed time is coming, but you can't despise, you can't resent where you are. You got to stay vision-minded. You have to stay positive. Look at this. It says, but at the end, it's going to speak. It might not be speaking right now, but I dare you to stay the course. 
I dare you to make up in your mind, you know what, I see the big picture, even though I'm at a small place right now, because I know that if I be faithful over a few things, it's just a matter of time before God makes me a ruler over many things. So guess what? I'm going to trust God while I'm in my small place, because I know big is on the way. Do I have anybody at the 930 service that you can see big, even though you're still dealing with small? Can anybody see yourself going to another dimension, going to another level? Somebody give God a praise in this place. Look at your neighbor and say, don't lose hope. Don't, don't, don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Even though you're between a rock and a hard place, don't lose hope. Even though the enemy's throwing everything in the kitchen sink at you, don't lose hope. Look unto God to be the author and the finisher of your faith because I believe somebody in this building, you're coming out on the other side as long as you don't despise where you are right now. Do I have any grateful people in the house? Do I have any thankful people in the house? Hallelujah. Keep that dream alive. Stay vision-minded. Stay positive. Stay upbeat. Stay optimistic even when all hell is breaking loose. Look at this. So his mother becomes critical. She begins to minimize what's on the inside of him. He can't win for losing because... You got your mama looking at you sideways, talking about you spending dollars or spending these, these uh, 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 records and getting $50. That ain't going to make you rich, you know. But then he tells her, I know what I want to do with my life, which lets me know he was focused. He wasn't going to get off task because, again, he saw the big picture. Then he hits another wall. His girlfriend walks out on him, show the picture. She like, I'm done with you. I'm tired of sleeping on this twin bed. I'm done, deuces. Took the baby and everything. He sitting down in the street like I got my mama slapping me. And then she basically slaps him in the face by saying, I'm out. You know, and then third critic, his uncle. His uncle owns a, a club. And he gets tired of hearing all this rap stuff and tell him, you need to go back out there and throw on a slow jam. Because this rap stuff y'all doing ain't going nowhere. So even his uncle didn't see the big picture. So you got three people. You got the mom, the baby mama, and the uncle. Nine times out of ten, those people be like, you know what? Well, maybe everybody's right. Because the Bible does say let everything be established by two or three witnesses. In other words, if two or three people echo on the same thing, you might as well just take heed to it. You ain't got it. What if you would have listened to people that told you you didn't have it? What if I would have listened to the tons of people that told me I wasn't a pastor? <laughs> That's why you can't let people rent space in your head. That's why you have to stay optimistic. You have to stay upbeat. You have to stay vision-minded. You got to hold on to that picture that God has painted in your head and lock into it even when people got their opinion. Like I said last Sunday, who made them God? That's why you don't just let anybody be all up in written space. That's why you better be careful who you give access to your ear gate. You don't just let anybody have access to your ear gate. Have you all discouraged and whatnot. So number one, in order for your dream to become a reality, you have to stay vision-minded. You have to stay positive. You have to stay upbeat. You have to stay optimistic. You have to stay hopeful. I like this. You have to stay confident. 
The Bible even tells us, I believe in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35, it says, cast not away your confidence, for it brings great repentance of reward. In other words, your reward is connected to your confidence. You've got to stay positive. Let's move on to the second point. Look at, um, uh, 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 look, at this, look at this next video. It's about staying faithful. This is Dr. Dre again in Ice Cube. Easy one of us, Q. What you think? It don't even make sense. No, but don't make sense. It's easy and Jerry eating steak and lobster and we eating fat burger. Don't make no sense. Look, I hear you. But I think we need to ride this wave. For real. Don't be jumping to conclusions until you know for sure. You know? Let's stop right there. Look, here it is. Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. They're on this bus. They're in a group together making it happen, you know, they're coming up, you know, you know, traveling around the world and whatnot, but then Ice Cube hits a wall, he's like, wait a minute, I'm realizing that basically Eazy-E and this other gentleman named Jerry, who started Ruthless, the record company, you know, they're NWA, they're getting all the money, and like he said, they eating steak and lobster, and we eating fat burger. How do you know sometimes you got to pass your fat burger test <laughs> before you can go to lobster and steak? Can I get a witness up in here? So even through this conversation, uh, Dr. Dre is still upbeat. He's still optimistic. He says, man, listen, at the end of the day, I hear what you're saying. He wasn't discounting anything he was saying. He was just saying, let's ride this wave for right now. Because how many know that, that, that seasons change? Man, but you got to know when it's time for your season to change and not get ahead of God. So my point is this, we got to learn how to be faithful where we are. Put up Proverbs 28 and 20 real quick. Proverbs 28 and 20. And again, it wasn't like he was throwing Ice Cube under the bus. He was just saying, listen, man, let's just ride this wave. Let's not jump to any conclusions. Right now, we got to be okay with eating fat burger. Look at the scripture. It says, a faithful man will abound with what? Blessings. An S at the end. So that means God want to bless you more than one time. But he who hastens to be rich will, will not go unpunished. In other words, your aim in life is that I'm going to just step over people to get paid. That don't work because Numbers 32, 23 says your sin shall surely find you out. So we never chase God's hand. We chase his face. Amen? But again, it says a faithful man, a faithful one. And see, this man, Dr. Dre, was faithful. Even after his mom slapped him, threw the money at him, and he said, well, it's a start. He stayed faithful to the vision. He stayed optimistic. He stayed hopeful. He stayed confident. Amen? And then here he is with Ice Cube. Ice Cube's like, man, I'm done. I'm basically, you know, I'm transitioning. Not saying what Ice Cube did was wrong because he got paid too. But when you look up Dr. Dre, and we'll get to the end. At the end, we'll kind of break it down. His money's a little longer than uh, Ice Cube's. Amen. So, at the end of the day, in order for your vision or your dream to become a reality, you got to stay vision-minded, you got to stay positive, you got to stay faithful. Look at this real quick. The word faithful means to be loyal, constant, it means to be devoted, it means to even be steadfast. I like this though. The word faithful means to be unswerving. In other words, Dr. Dre didn't feel like it was time to swerve. How many people do we know 
that have swerved out of some stuff that you should have stayed in. It's almost like when God puts you in your own fiery furnace, we'll try to swerve out of it, but God's like, no, 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 I'm trying to teach you a thing or two in this life in order sometime to teach you. I don't need you to swerve right now. I need you to stay right in the middle of this situation so I can help you evolve, so I can grow your character, so I can give you greater stamina. I'm scared to run when anybody ain't that ain't been through nothing. I need to know you done been through some stuff. You've been between a rock and a hard place. You know how it is to swerve out of some stuff and know that it was the Holy Spirit aiding you and assisting you, helping you navigate through life. Amen? So number two, in order for your dream to become a reality, you got to stay faithful. And the Bible says a faithful man will what? Abound and blessings. A lot of times we're not abounding because we don't know how to be faithful. He's like, I need you to be loyal. I need you to be committed. I need you to not swerve in this season of your life. I need you just to be still and know that I'm God. Though you slay me, yet will I trust you. I'm going to be faithful over a few things so he can make me ruler over many things. I'm not going to resent where I am right now. I'm going to stay optimistic. I'm going to be hopeful that my change is coming. Put up Luke, another faithful scripture. Put up Luke 16, 12 real quick. Luke chapter 16, verse 12. Look at this real quick. It says, and if you have not been faithful, and what is another man's? Who's going to give you what is your own? So as Dr. Dre's on this bus, he could have been like, you know what, Cube, you're right. There's some fishy stuff going on. We should have knew that when we signed up with Ruthless that something Ruthless could potentially happen. Did you catch that? Because even though they were NWA, they had to sign with a record company, which Eazy-E owned that. And then he had a gentleman working with him, a snake named Jerry. That's why you got to be careful of snakes. You know, the Bible covers snakes in Acts chapter 28. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Oh, but some of you didn't have some snake bites, but you better shake it off. Don't let that thing linger too long. Come on, somebody. Paul said, I'm forgetting what? Those what? Things that are behind me and I'm pressing toward the things that are before me. See, if you don't get de delivered from your history, you can never step into your destiny. That's real talk, amen? That's why you got to stay faithful to the cause. You want God to do exceedingly, abundantly above? You got to remain faithful. And that's why I appreciate it. On the bus, he said, you know what? He wasn't denying anything that Ice Cube was saying. But... I know one thing, Dr. Dre passed that fat burger test. You want to go to Ruth's Chris? You got to pass the, the, the two tacos from, from uh, 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 Jack in the Box, two for 99. Can I get a witness? Pastor, I just feel like I should be at Red Lobster. Well, you got to pass the Taco Bell test first. Anybody been in that season before? But you know, uh, uh, Red Lobster wasn't even on your radar. Olive Garden wasn't even on your radar. Can I get a witness up in here? Oh, but look at some of us that came up. Come on, somebody. And the rest of you that have it, don't you resent Taco Bell. Don't you despise Jack in the Box. Come on, somebody. <laughs> so at the end of the day, put that up one more time. I want the people to get a visual of Luke 16, 12, one more time. And if you have not been faithful... If you have not been loyal, if you have not been devoted, and what is another man's, who is going to give you what is your own? In other words, you got to learn how to take ownership of what's somebody else's. 
And then God will begin to reward you. Just using myself as an example, I've been pastoring now for almost 12 years. But before that, I was serving at other men's churches, being faithful to their vision, calling first-time visitors, calling people that were, you know, got saved that Sunday, was calling them Monday morning, touching base with them, making sure they went through our new members class and went through our creation class and making sure that my pastor suits got to the cleaners, making sure I washed his cars, picking his kids up from night school, taking his kids to recitals when he would be tied up doing something else, not knowing that I was positioning myself that God was going to give me my own. That's why you got to stay loyal to wherever you are. And guess what? I didn't despise that. I didn't resent that. And people made fun of me. Oh, you over there with that white pastor serving him, <laughs> Uncle Tom. Oh, I'm laughing now. Because it all paid off because I was what? Faithful, the lo loyal. I was optimistic. I was hopeful because I knew at the end God would blow on my vision because I helped him fulfill his. God ain't going to blow on nothing you got until you can learn to be faithful to somebody else's. That's Bible. How can you have your own? And I like that about Dr. Dre. He was like, it's not time for me to part ways with Ruthless. I'm going to stay right here in this season of my life and I know sometime greater is later, but for the time being, this is where I am. So let's look at this next clip because Ice Cube and Dr. Dre part ways. Look at this. What up, Big Shug? Thank you, sir. Hey, what up with DOC and Shug? Hmm? Oh, I guess that dude is managing them now. One day you Bobby Brown's bodyguard, and the next day you rapping talent. <laughs> Come on, man. I guess everybody want to get into the act, huh? I guess so. All right, man. I'm helping you all I can. You all right? Yeah? yeah What's good. going on? Let me take it. You hungry? Yeah? I'll be there in a minute. All right? Thanks, man. Thanks for everything, bro. You bet. So, Q, you gonna keep this momentum going or what? Oh, man, not like this. I'd rather be broke than to get I told you not to sign that, Dre. I got bills to pay, and you know that. And I got to put some money in my mama's hand after Tyree passed, man. I feel you. Right. We got to do what we got to do. They go take care of you. You they bread and butter. Q, we ruthless. We NWA. They ruthless. Q, you coming? <laughs> right, I'm about to get out of here. Take care of yourself, Dre. Peace. So before we go into this clip just a little further, isn't it interesting how the woman that threw him under the bus and slapped him, she's sitting there. See how the tables turn all of a sudden? 
All of a sudden, she thinking, maybe these spinning these records is going to work. I think she started looking at it, her benefit, how she going to get broke off. Isn't that interesting? The one that dumbed him down, she wait. I'm over here. <laughs> so, as you see, Ice Cube and Dr. Dre, they part ways. Not saying what Ice Cube did was wrong, because just because you do something different doesn't mean it's wrong. He just felt like his season was up. He saw the writing on the wall. He knew he was being taken to the cleaners. Because, you know, he was writing most of the songs. He was writing most of the hits. And he felt like he should have been compensated, rightfully so. So he got tired, decided to transition. But Dr. Dre was like, you know what? I'm going to stay faithful to this for the time being. I got bills to pay. My brother just died. I got my mom over here. As you can see, she leeching off of me. <laughs> oh, y'all. She in the kitchen throwing me under the bus. Now, all of a sudden, I'm that dude now. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to get on this wave with you. Let's ride it, baby. I see the big picture now. You know how all of a sudden they'll see the big picture when you got when that $50 turned into $50 million. All of a sudden, I see the big picture. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, people are funny, ain't they? And, and, and it's, 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 it's sad. But at the end of the day, he didn't allow his dream killers to stop his forward progress. They didn't stop him from being optimistic and hopeful and faithful. So at the end of the day, in order for your dream to become a reality, you got to stay vision-minded. You got to stay positive, and you have to stay faithful. The last thing is this, people of God. In order for your dream to become a reality, you got to believe in yourself, and you got to be willing to take risk. Now look at this last clip real quick. This is uh, Dr. Dre finally transitioning from death row. So he left Ruthless, he's with Death Row. Look what happens here. What's the urgency, Dre? Bloods. I'm out. I'm out of Death Row. You ain't done. Dr. Dre and Death Row are one of the same. You just can't up and leave. I'm doing my own thing, Shug. Starting fresh. Nobody to answer to but myself. It's time. You gonna walk away from all this money if you leave? Everything we created is mine. We. Okay. Well, you know what? You can have it. You ain't taking nobody with you. Death Row stays Death Row. And you even think about touching my money. You know how it gets down. Do what you gotta do. You can have the artists, the money, the masters, all your and I'm done. I'm starting my own thing. You can't put a price on peace of mind. I'm out. I got all this money. I got everything. Go. So what you gonna call that? Aftermath.
You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Now, I love his timing. He's paid his dues with Ruthless. He's paid his dues with Death Row. Now, at this time, Death Row was worth over $100 million. And he decided to transition. Left all kind of money on the table. Now, he did walk away with a personal $6 million. That ain't bad. Can I get a witness? And this is interesting. He could have been like, you know what? I'm going to just ride this thing out with death roll. I'm worth $6 million by myself. Death roll is worth over $100 million. I'm going to just keep writing hits for, you know, Suge Knight and death roll and get my paper like that. My money's getting longer. I'm worth $6 million by myself. But he made a decision and said, you know what? I need to go do my own thing. Sometime in order for God to really bless you, you got to be willing to part ways with certain people. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, where's that in the Bible? I'm glad you asked. Go to Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Sometimes you got to leave people alone. Somebody say now. The Lord has said to Abram, he didn't say next week or pray about it. He said, I need you to make a now move. Now, now the Lord has said to get out of your country. In other words, I need you to leave everything that's familiar to you. Everything that makes sense to you, I need you to walk away from it. Then it says, get, then it says, from your family. Sometime in order for God to blow on your vision, you got to leave Pookie and them alone. That's my cousin. That's the problem. <laughs> Even Jesus said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? Then Jesus said, them that do the what? Will of my father. Sometimes you got to hook up with folk, connect with folks that you know that's doing the will of God. I don't care if you my cousin. I appreciate you, kinfolk. But I got to go. Sometimes I got to get away from certain people to make my money longer. Oh, y'all ain't <laughs> So you get out your country, get away from your family, talking about the ones that's crazy, and from your father's house. In other words, you too codependent upon your daddy. Matter of fact, that's the problem. You, 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 you're self-destructing because you're so codependent upon him. You can't go to your next dimension because every time you turn around, you're depending on your biological daddy and not me as your daddy. And I'm Jehovah Jireh. I own it all. The earth is mine and the fullness thereof. I'm going to make sure you get paid, but you got to say bye to some people. I need you to change zip codes. Put the scripture back up. So check this out. So, then it says, from your family, from your father's house. Then he says, then he says, to a land, I will show you. In other words, Abram, if you leave your country, if you leave everything that's familiar, if you leave your father's house, it's some things. I'm about to give you a sneak preview of your future. So, I, I, I need, I'm going to take you to a land that I'm going I'm to I'm show you. But in order to get you to your there, I got to get you delivered from your here. Next verse. Then it says, I'm going to make you a great nation. 
In other words, Abram, Dr. Dre, you get away from certain people, I'm about to make you great. I'm about to mess you up. You think you got six million. I'm about to cause you to be in the hundreds of millions. Then it says, I'm going to make you great. I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to make your name great. So he said, you're going to be a great nation. I'm going to make your name great. And then it says, uh, you shall be a blessing. Now, you know, when you are in a position where you're able to be a blessing, that means that you, lack's not on your radar. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. Next verse. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Look what he does in verse 4. So Abram departed. That was a no-brainer. How many you know in life, some things are just a no-brainer? You ain't got to go talk to God because he already talking to you. You ain't got to go lay prostrate. Well, I'm going I'm, to I'm fast for 21 days so I can hear from God. I, I think Abram was like, I like this deal. You're about to make me great in about three or four different areas. Then you're going to give me a sneak preview of some land that you're about to hand to me. So maybe I need to leave this chapter of my life so I can tap into another chapter. I think that's where Dr. Dre was. He felt like, you know what, this chapter is over. It's time for me to go start my own company, Aftermath. I've already worked for you. I've paid my dues. Now I'm about to set myself up for my money to be longer. My favor is going to be longer. Matter of fact, I see, I sense greater is even sneaking up on me as I'm talking to you. Anybody know greater is coming in your life? If you stay vision-minded, if you stay positive, and if you learn how to stay faithful. Keep believing in yourself. You got to be willing to take risk. Dr. Dre, that was a risk. He walked away from all that familiarity. Even Shook Knight looking like him, like, you ain't taking nobody with you. You definitely ain't getting none of this loot. <laughs> Dr. J said, you keep it all. Sometimes the way up is down. I'm not going to despise and resent what God has done because he's done some great things, but it's time for me to go. It's time for me to dip. That was the mindset that he had. Same mindset that, that Abram had. So we see here in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 4, he left everything that was familiar to him. But then look what happens one chapter later. Somebody say one chapter later. Put up Genesis 13 too. Look at what happens. Abram becomes very, somebody say very. Not just rich, but the Bible says very rich with livestock, silver, and in gold. But he had to make that move in Genesis chapter 12 in order for him to step into that new chapter. That's all I'm saying today. Sometime you got to step away from one chapter to get to your next chapter. Even if God has done great things in this chapter of your life, don't you linger in that too long. Because you can miss what God has for you in your next season because now you didn't got comfortable. Grateful, thankful, but don't get comfortable. Listen, grateful and thankful for fat burger. Come on, somebody. But I know steak and lobster is coming. So guess what? I'm going to stay optimistic. I'm going to stay hopeful. And because Dr. Dre did all of that, put this up real quick. Let's look at this. Let's look at what he was worth in 1996. Look at this. 
His net worth it was $6 million in 1996. Look at this now. Look at this next clip. So he was, in 96, he was worth $6 million, and now he's worth $710 million. That ain't bad. <laughs> For somebody that was spinning records. For somebody who mom told him $50 can't make you rich, and he says, it's a start. So he started from the bottom, but now he here. I did a funeral here uh, about five weeks ago, and I was in the back. Boy, they made some phenomenal food, some macaroni and cheese, you know, like your grandmama made. I went back for thirds. Come on, somebody. And they put a twist on it. They put some jalapenos in the macaroni and cheese. Almost made me speak in tongues, but <laughs> praise the Lord. But check this out. A gentleman comes in the back. He throws his arm around me. He said, Pastor Still, remember I was with you at the swap meet? He said, you started from the bottom. He said, and now you're here. My point is this, people of God. If you stay vision-minded, if you stay positive, if you stay faithful, if you keep believing in yourself, and if you make up in your mind, I'm going to take some risk, I know I'm going to be blessed. I know my dream can become a reality. He made a decision to take a risk. Dr. Dre walked away from everything, told him, you keep it all. How in the world you go from $6 million to $710 million? Whatchamacallit bought Dre beats Apple for like a billion dollars. I know that that couldn't have, I mean, he was a big thinker, but I know he couldn't have been aiming that high. I mean, come on, man. Who would have ever thought? And you say, well, put up, you say, well, you, you, Pastor, you really think God did that for him? Put up Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, I believe. You know, I got a scripture for everything. Because some of you might think, well, God done blessed the heathen. Look, look, look at this. It, it says that you may be sons of your father in heaven for he, he, somebody say he, he, he makes his son rise on evil and on the good. He sends rain on the just and on the unjust. So at the end of the day, who are we to question if God didn't do that for him? Dr. Dre got faith just like me and you. Put up Romans 12, 3. Romans 12. You know, I got scripture for everything. And we, we closing. For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. As God has dealt each, as God has dealt each, somebody say each. One, a measure of faith. He worked his faith. He was optimistic. He was hopeful. He was vision-minded. He was stayed positive. He was faithful. He believed in himself and took risk. And he worked his measure. If you want God to do something in you, through you, and for you, you got to be willing to work your measure. Don't you allow what's on the inside of you to lay dormant. Don't you allow what's on the inside of you to die. Now, you're talking about 
Proverbs 13, 22. The Bible says a good man leave an inheritance to his children's children. Then it says the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the righteous. But he's going to be able to biblically lead, like the word says, a good man leaving inheritance to his children's children. Anybody got any parents in the house? I know you and any parent in their right mind want to leave a little something behind to their children and to their children's children. Go ahead and bow your heads. Father, we thank you for the word today. Seal it in our hearts. Seal it in